Hey guys, good morning. Thursday morning, I startled my comedian startled, buddy and scared friend, me. right? Not even up yet. Adam Ferrara is my guest. Guys, you can see him all weekend at Off the Hook Comedy Club tonight, Thursday night through Sunday. One of the best shows of the year, feel good show of the year. That's what I like. It you makes like everybody laugh. I do. I like it. And I like coming to see you guys every year. You know why I like it? Your mom and dad sit in the corner. And every time I do something that makes them laugh, I always look over and go, you get the approval, right? Yeah, I still yeah. got that as a kid. I still, I, for I some know. reason, I still need that. I know. I get that as an adult every day, and I work with them. But you know what yeah. I get is the ear beating every day from the yeah. parents. The, you know the parents, I get, it's not good enough. You still got to mm. do this and that. and then Yeah, every day. Do you think it's good enough? Yeah. Fine. Thank every you, Mom. Every day. Every day. Can I have, some, can I have an extra side of guilt? <laughs> Exactly. Do we have that? <laughs> exactly. So uh, you told me when we got in the car this morning, you got a new show. Yeah, I'm on a, a CBS All Access show called Why Women Kill. It's from uh, Mark Cherry, the guy that created Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I got a recurring role on that show, and it's, it's, a, it's a unique show because it takes place in three different decades, the 60s, the 80s, and current day, and it's about uh, three couples that live in the same mansion in Pasadena oh, wow. in different decades, uh, and unfortunately, uh, things go awry and the ladies get upset. And uh, tell me about the, the difference between being on... Like a like a network television show mm -hmm. and being on stage as a comedian because I know what the comedians go through, but what is it like to be on a network show like that? You've been on so many. Yeah. Rescue Me, Nurse Jackie, yes. this new show, yeah. and then we talk about your podcast. But tell okay. me, like, for you the to the difference? Yeah, it, like, is there any preparation that's different? After, yeah, I, I get I get dental. Dental. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, get okay. benefits, right? It's, 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 it's yeah. part of the union. I'm not giving you shit. I know, I'm nothing. just paying you. And I'll, you're get, out of the I'll get a piece of salmon. <laughs> I'll, I'll get, but the food is good at Captain Brian's. Thanks, buddy. Salmon and spinach. Yeah, I like the I'm little getting. plug you gave me on your podcast. Adam Ferrara podcast, and it's uh, what, 30 minutes? 30 minutes, you'll never get back. It's 30 under minutes, my name, F-E-R-R-A-R-A. It's doing great. But if to go back to yeah. acting, the thing I like about um, acting is I'm not, you know, stand-up's great. But it's the best part of is being um, is you're alone. You know the audience yeah. is great. This is great because it's an interaction. So right. you go from being by yourself, traveling by yourself, to like the spike of adrenaline, and back to yourself. Acting, you're 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 in a bunch of people around, and it's a it's a collective, uh, uh, cooperative place to be. So I if you're would, on a good set, and I've been real lucky to be on a good set, it's a lot of fun. Do you have a really good like really good memorization skills, or how does that work? I, that I process by listening. Because I'm dyslexic. The stress would kill me, like, of uh, trying to learn the lines. I would be so okay. nervous. You want to stress, learn the lines, and then being 8.30 in the morning, I'm doing an episode of uh, Criminal Minds. Yeah. And I'm playing the father of a kid that gets abducted. Right. So I got to break down in the FBI office and cry. It's 8.30 in the morning. First shot of the day. So you can go into a full cry? I, I had to then, but you, you I mean, you learn how to, because they'll shoot the master first. Yeah. Then they come in on your coverage, and that's when you got to really... Uh, emotionally get to where you gotta get to. Did you get tears? Do you tear? Oh yeah. You can do it? Yeah. Wow. You're like a real man. I was almost Man's crying man. before when you said we gotta put this thing on. This it's, it's, <laughs> we just did the radio. It's 8.30 in the morning. I gotta cry here too. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's that that part of it. Is, John uh, Henton. Is, you know John? John Henton? John Henton! What's up, buddy? What's up, baby? How are you, my friend? He's sweeter. I did uh, a gig a, with him. He's great. A great, funny guy. Totally. Nice man. Good so, to see you, John. So you cried. Yeah, so I had to cry at 8.30 in the morning. And remember the lines? And remember the lines. I would be shitting myself. Nah, you can No? How many lines do they make you? That's the thing I wonder. How many lines do you have to remember at once before they do a cut? Depends on the scene. 
you know, you'll have a long scene, you'll have a monologue scene. I had a big monologue in some es- uh, episode of Rescue Me, it was about half a page. And um, those, those you have to, uh, those you kind of... Do like, you have to screw up, up and then they, yeah. and then you just improvise it or no? Oh, they, yeah. They do. Rescue Me was a lot of that stuff. Really? Because, well, because Dennis wrote it. Yeah, yeah. So Dennis, you know, so we'd be in a scene with him. I remember once we, we was like, ah, the scene's not working. Let's just get in a fight. Okay, fine. <laughs> so then the stunt guys came in, padded everything up. I came over the desk and we just got into a fight. Wow. It depends on the director and the writer. Some yeah. people are real picky about the words. They get pissed if you say the wrong word. Like, yeah, yeah. They get really, it's written there for a reason. And then most, and then other people just like, that's good, that's oh better. Oh, my God. You, one thing you have to do is you have to give the script as written, usually first. Yeah. Um, and then, then you can just like, if, if you go up, I'll try and save something. Or if you just want to try something different, you can do that. Right, right. But it, it depends on the director. And then when you're feeling your character, yeah. the character kind of says stuff too, right? Because you... Is that true? Like he can, the character can stay stuff, but you're going to get blamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get it. But like when you're when you're in full character, like yeah. you would you feel sometimes like, oh, this guy he's honest- going to say this. I could honestly way. tell a director or honestly tell a writer or something. Look, I don't. I've been living in this guy for a while. He's not going to say that. And here's yeah. why. And sometimes they can go, I don't care. Or sometimes yeah. they go, you're right. You do it. You know, again, it depends on. Actually, it depends on how long you've been doing the show and the vision of the show. I mean, the nice thing about Rescue Me and Jackie and everything is the director changes every week. Right. We're there every week. Yeah. The, the new directors go. I mean, sometimes you get usually get directors. No, no I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They have a different director. Most most do. Every week, a new director will come in just because it's a lot of work. you got to oh, realize really? the director's there for every shot. Every shot. And he's got to overlook the post-production. So you, just, you physically can't do it. So you, you might rotate some directors, and there'll be new directors that come in, but they change every week. Our, our, the, uh, the company's there. I feel like Rescue uh, Me had a big budget. Did they have a big budget? Because like getting all I that, guess, yeah, like, well, getting all well, that. Well, fire trucks ain't cheap. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Do they own those fire trucks? Or they just lease them. They from- were real trucks. Our our sixty two trucks we donated to uh, the Philadelphia Fire Department. No way. Wait, yeah. you guys bought sixty two fire trucks? No, the, the truck was number number sixty two. Gotcha. And we were doing the Tower Theater. Me, Dennis, uh, Lenny Clark, um, Kenny Rogers. Oh, Lenny's great. And Glenn yeah, Lenny's yeah, yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. And um, so we were doing that, and they they donated the truck. So we came out and we actually signed the truck. That uh, is were, awesome. Yeah, it was great. That so, makes yeah. you feel good. We had real firefighters drive it. Nilsey was driving the fire because you can't just get in that. Thing of course, yeah. You have to. Yeah, that's like a real training thing. We did one one episode. We blew up this building in Harlem. It was like. Three o'clock in the morning, it was a big fire scene we had to shoot, right? So we had helicopters. That always blows my mind well, when they are able to do those, like in regular places. Oh, we didn't really blow up the building, but they, but we yeah. used the real building with the, and they, the, all the special effects guys. But I'm in. saying, like you set all that up, like it, yeah. it looks real as hell, and it, it seems so. And it's huge. Huge. So it's like two, three o'clock in the morning. We're uptown, right? And uh, there's a big fire truck there, and your adrenaline's going. Of course, you know, it's really we're gonna. All right, and there's walkie-talkies, and there's fire, and there's a safety meeting, and everything. So I played the chief. So I was in the suburban, and Nils was a real firefighter guy. He was driving the big truck. So everyone's loaded in the truck, and it dawned on me right then. Daniel Sinjata was driving me, and I looked over and I said, "Hey, can you? You're just a dopey actor. Can you drive this?" Thing? <laughs> He's like, "I think so." Action! And he just took no me. way. Yeah. They had a file, file, uh, file the fire truck in. And, yeah. So what about the guy in the back, the, the swing guy? That's we swinging? didn't have that. We had a ladder, so we didn't have the guy driving. Oh, all right. Because the guy in the back seems like he's got a tough job, too. 
Yeah, I, I couldn't do it because I'd be like this, fishtail, fishtail. Right, right. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, sky's blue. I'd, oh, it's weird. I'd be hanging the thing out. Yeah, I'd be like yeah. drift in the corner. <laughs> I would do it totally. And then I would lose concentration and my yeah. freaking ass end would be so cockeyed. Yeah. Brian, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. You're not a captain. <laughs> uh, what's the most memorable scene you ever shot? Out of all the stuff. The most memorable scene? Yeah, like what's the one you were like? Yeah, that was unbelievable. We were, do, we were doing to, a bunch of them. I, I'm going to go back to Top Gear because that was just uh, unbridled stupidity. I jumped yeah. a caddy about 40 feet in the air on our first or second episode. Wait, and you Gear. went up? Left the ground. It's on YouTube. Get out of here. It's called The Flying Coupe de Ville. Who doesn't want to do that? Everybody's I, dream. Yeah. That was like, I was like, okay, that was good. No way. Yeah, I jumped so a caddy. How about the, when you landed? Did they have the car set boom. suspension? No. No. I wasn't supposed to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't supposed to leave the ground. <laughs> it was just a, it was a '76 Coupe de Ville. We pulled Did you hit your head on the top? I had an eight-dollar motocross helmet on, and they took the seatbelt and put, Tanner Faust took the seatbelt and put it under the headrest and just pulled it tight, and that was it. No, there was no way. Safe. Look at the thing online. I bananaed it. It was like. Oh my god, that's that was great. pretty memorable. I did 188 in a, an F12 Berlinetta. Wow. On a causeway in Utah, that was pretty cool. Too. Was that with a shutdown or no? Yeah, we locked it up. It was locked down. Yeah, but the and I, the Berlin, the F12, I think it tops out at 212, 212 miles an hour. I wow. got up to a, like a buck eighty-eight, and then I was like, man, that's fast. How, like, how fast is that? Fast. Like, I at, mean, at a, around one forty or so, the cars start getting light, which means you can feel it coming up. From okay. Suspension. Okay. So any movement like that, death. Really? So, yeah, yeah. You, but you can feel it. You'll, you'll... I've gone a buck 20 on the highway yeah. uh, a few times in a few different cars. And, and, and I think I did 150 on a motorcycle once. I yeah, was on the back. As a kid, like, that was crazy. If oof. my kid ever did that, I'll kill him. Yeah, oof. I, so, we did an episode, a uh, motorcycle episode, and uh, I, I would buy a big old Harley. But I was I, a gearhead. I, yeah. You know, I don't probably fit that that mold, but I love speed. Yeah. I love all that. I The, the motorcycles are too scary. Like, I was... I would buy a big old Harley, but then I'd have to buy my own street and nerf everything. Yeah. Because I'm just, it's just too scary. I like those guys on the on the sport bikes. Yeah. It's just like, I see them on the highway Insane. flying past me. Oh, just the other day, me and my wow. son were driving uh, down the highway. Mm -hmm. Freaking wheelie. Someone wheelied right by us. Yeah. I was like, Big balls. All right, yeah. A little crazy. Yeah. A little crazy. We huge nuts. Yeah. But I mean, not happening. Yeah. My brother-in-law my, my brother passed away in a motorcycle accident. I'm but sorry. he was a straight daredevil. Like, he was a BMX racer. We raced motocross. I, mm -hmm. mean, I mean, we raced mountain bikes. He raced motocross. He, and he just never got it out of his system. And yeah. Yeah, that it's not. It's yeah, crazy. It's I I I admire the guys that can do that, and it's fun for like a little while. But they have to. I can't do it in traffic, right? Like I I see some of these people, like probably going to work or coming from work. Yeah. I'm like, just they right just, down. The, I'm like, right? Is wow. it like adrenaline rush junkie, or are they just in I, that much of a rush to get to work? Because, I I don't know, but I'd be like, I, oh, yeah. I, I gotta live here. I can't. I don't can't ride back. Right. To exactly. I'm also thinking like, if I'm gonna have a ride like that for the day, it's not gonna be in the morning, like on the way to work. It's gonna be like full gear, free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they just go out at it. Yeah. I, Hardcore. I, not, not me. I no, me neither. Yeah, but it's the, it, the risk is too much. Do you, you know? Is there any car that you haven't driven that you want to drive? Yeah, the new the new mid engine Corvette, the the C eight is, is, is. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll drive mid engine Corvette. I want to drive. I have a plethora of uh, vehicles at our disposal. What do you got? 
What, ah. are you, what are you selling, kid? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. Like, I have a few different options. So. I had, you know, you know, Ford gave me the uh, for a couple days. I had the, the new Bullet Mustang. No, I never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's a five liter, but it's oh, one. is that the white one with the blue stripes? No, that's a Shelby. The uh, the Bullet Mustang is from uh, the Steve McQueen movie Bullet. So ah. it's Highland Green. It's all blacked out. Oh. And the nice thing about the new Mustangs is they rev match. When you downshift, the car rev matches for you, so it blips the gas, and you really? actually boom. Yeah, it's got that's a big cue ball shifter. I would like to drive a '68 390 fastback. That was the the Bullet car. I'd love to drive that car. The Batmobile. I'd love to drive. Oh, I got no. I got the Batmobile. I Wait, the, the Joker original. or the Batmobile? What do you got? What is the car? Is it purple? Purple's What's the, the car? Joker. The What's original the, Batmobile was a 55 Lincoln Futura. Was a was a no, not car. that one. What's the one? Uh, a Vader? Not a Vader. Is it a Vader? What? It's called a Vader. I think that's Darth Vader ship. That's that's Star Wars. <laughs> My buddy at Full Throttle Exotics uh -huh. has one of those. For which one? Which, which from which the movie? Yeah, I thought the car is called a Vader. Is it a Vader? It might be. Which which generation Batmobile? Dude, I don't know. The original one. But it's one of the bad. No, it's not the original. It's, the Tumblr it's, was cool. It's one of the badass. The fries like, are up. What happened? The, the I think I, no. The uh, the GoPro. By the way, GoPros. Did did you know that they only record at nine nine minutes a clip, and the the, the battery life's only twenty nine minutes? I do now. How do they get so the popular? The things you learn on the Captain Brian I, I'm recording with the GoPros, and I, I'm thinking like, oh, i got to go get a bunch of GoPros. It's mm -hmm. going to be so easy. No, yeah. it's more work. All right. Yeah, so anyway. Arch pain. Our, GoPro doesn't sponsor the show, so, right. so we can talk about all Okay, we want. fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, The show's brought to you by Caffeine, yeah. but I think, which hasn't uh, kicked in yet. If you want, you know, a car and do something cool, we could. Yeah, we could, what do you got? I, I mean, I give Lambos, Ferraris, whatever, all that I, kind you of know, stuff. You know, one of my favorite Lambos was the Balboni. Because it was rear-wheel drive, which is kind of rare for a Lamborghini. And it was a... The, the test driver for a Lamborghini was a guy named Balboni. So they made this car for him. Really? Uh, yeah, we had one on the show. It had the metal shift plate, so you get that click when you shift. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, you're really into it, man. Yeah, yeah. But that's great. I, I enjoy that show, and uh, I still catch as many episodes, because it's not on, right? No, they, but, but they, I, they, they, they play the episodes Sunday all the time. Yeah, they rerun it Sunday morning. So I always watch them on demand all the time, like check out an episode that's not, that hasn't been watched. Yeah, yeah. I watch it for fun. My son and I love it. That's nice. Big fan. Big fan. That's nice. I don't care for you much. The show I love. Thank you. You, you want know? to slip me out yeah. of here? <laughs> you, you and your shit, bros. That's so funny. Anyway, so uh, so add off the hook tonight, tonight through Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a great. I like I like your gig because it's a family joint. Yeah, and that, that always appeals to me. And the food is really good. And it's not you can't bring your family. You got to be eighteen to get in. If but it's family, family over eighteen, owned, you can bring them all. Family owned and operated. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's what I like. It's a family it is, place. It is. It is. That's what I meant when I said family place. This is true. Not, not, not this kind of <laughs> How'd you get into comedy? What else am I qualified to do? No, but I mean, how did it start? Like, did you just jump on a stage and open mic? Yeah, I got out of I got out of college, and I, I told my parents, "Well, we've done one of your things." And uh, I went on an open. What was mic. the job you first had? My first hat? Yeah. Well, my last straight job. Yeah. Was a dishwasher at a savings bank. Yeah, Long Island Savings Bank. Where they I have a up. kitchen that they serve. They had was the corporate offices. The, yeah. So all the corporate office, all the corporate offices were all white guys with and, dietary needs. And they so fed they, everyone. They put a coffin. Not right. everyone, just them. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lunchtime gig. I showed up at nine in the morning. I was done at three in the afternoon, and I just washed dishes and worked in this little kitchen. There was a chef, a waiter, and me. 
that was it. That's it. That was it. And you did the prep. And a sous chef. So there was four people in there. So I started as the, as the dishwasher because it was a part-time, it was a gig every week and I could go out at night and do stand-up. Um, and how'd you decide that you wanted to be a comedian? What was the deal? I started doing, I did the open mic and I went, this feels right. I don't know how long this is going to last. Yeah. But it was that one moment where I got my first laugh and I was like, this feel. You know when you hit a golf ball, right? Right. You get the ping. Yeah. I was like, okay, this feels right. And I got, uh, my dad pushed me. Which was the greatest thing? Really? Yeah, I said he. I saw, think my parents would support me as well in anything I did. They always have. They done. do though. Right. They're at the club. Exactly. Yeah. So I could see that. So your dad saw. But that was a big thing for me because I always wanted to be. I've, uh, I've, I always wanted to be like my dad, but I didn't have the mechanical ability. That's why I like cars. Yeah. Because my dad could fix them. I can't fix anything. Right. Right. The carburetor's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you should you lift up the hood. There should be a sign. Call the guy. You can right. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing there. And even when it was there, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> So I was always like, didn't, couldn't find my place. He saw me do stand-up, and he looked at me, and I said, Pop, I think I want to do this. And he went, you do it now, because you give it everything you got. And it's amazing. That's, yeah. feel, that's a good feeling. It's a great, and you know what it is? It was like... And you don't come from a uh, Hollywood showbiz fam. No. So he was, that's a big step. kitchens and bathrooms. Right, big step for that. Yeah. But it was, for some odd reason, I was given permission Yep. I'm a grown man, but there's still a permission, That's 100%. subconscious permission thing. So I think that helped me a great deal. And, and the fact that it was, uh, it was, I felt right doing it. Um, and it's been, what, 30 years? It still could be a phase, Brian. Who knows? Yeah, it could be a fad. You could grow yeah. out of it. But know. it's, I've been, there's been support uh, all through it. And even like when I started this podcast now, it's, the people that showed up to help me. I Kevin James is a friend. Yeah. He did an episode. Tony Kornheiser from Monday Night Football did one. Andrea Martin, I did a movie with her. She did one for me. By the way, guys, you got to go on, download the podcast, Adam Farrar. Adam Farrar podcast, podcast, 30 minutes, you'll never get back. You'll see my face. Yeah, it's a great. Um, it's yeah, great. it's fun. And, and, and you get to do different things. Yeah. Like, I interviewed this episode this week as an FBI profiler because I like serial killers for some weird reason. Yeah, because you uh, are one. <laughs> I couldn't be. I couldn't. You know why? It's, I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic, guilt ridden You're lazy. too nice. Yeah, like, ah, look, nice. I know you didn't mean it. I'm not going to kill you. Nice. I might give you the finger at a stoplight, but that's about it. Yeah. And I'll feel uh, do bad you get about road that. rage? Do I get road rage? Yeah. If I'm in traffic, and there better be a good damn reason for the traffic. Really? Yeah, I get Like, down here? You guys? You got, if, if you're not where you're going by 4 o'clock in Florida, you're not getting it till 8. <laughs> I, did, I actually... The only time I really get upset when mm -hmm. I'm driving is when I'm at a light and I'm the first guy at the light. In the split second, the mm -hmm. light turns. The guy behind me, uh, like, eh. yeah. I'm like, really? really? Dude, yeah. come on. If I, anything, if I'm, I'm in a, a bigger rush than you. If I'm in a lane and I got someone tailgating me, I'm like, well, what, 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 I'm towing you? Yeah. Like, there's a whole road yeah. here. I'm not paying for your gas, pal. Yeah. Stop, no, stop you're back drafting me. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a riot. Guys, this is the uh, Captain's Log Podcast. And my guest, Adam Ferrara, is all weekend at Off the Hook Comedy Club. Do mm -hmm. us a favor. Adam told me I got to tell everybody to go on, rate the podcast, yes. right? Wherever you're watching it, give us a good rating. Uh, at least rate him because he's sexy. If you don't like me, uh, base it on his performance today, right? Thanks. And uh, this is the Captain's Log, so you can find it anywhere. Download it, get it, say hello, and we appreciate you watching. But right now, we're going to be on B103.9, Big Mom on the Wild Bunch. We're coming live. Tune in. Thanks for watching, guys. We out.